So your major pain laugh? Yeah, wouldn't you? Uh, wouldn't you just lose your shit if you were in the movie theater and you just heard that laugh and then just like uh, black dude with a mustache and one gold tooth smile just like filled the screen? <laughs> yeah, and it's like summer twenty twenty. I mean, yeah, I'd flip my shit. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a classic for sure. Yeah, you know, because his son looks just like him. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, do you think his son would be enlisted just to spite the old man? Oh well, he'd have to be. Yeah. Yeah. So would it be Sergeant Payne? Mm. Private pain. Private pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hazing other boots. <laughs> I was thinking more of just like, you know, uh, you forgot to wrap it and now you get the oh, private like the physical pain. private. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> I got layers, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joke's got layers. Welcome to the smoke pit. Hey. Hi, everyone. <laughs> My name is Dan Sharp. I am your host. My co-host, Mike Sensi. That is me. And once again, uh, you have to say his whole name. Mike motherfucking Cincy. Uh, much like Bloody Mary, mm. if you uh, say his name three times in a row, he'll show up and cream pie you. <laughs> Please don't test that. <laughs> <laughs> you just disappear. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, we got the rest exactly. of the show to do. You did this. <laughs> Our executive producer, Mike Stedman. Mike uh, motherfucking Stedman. So not to be confused, he's referred to as EP Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, find him on Instagram at Stedbro America. And we are the smoke pit. <laughs> so this is going to be the last episode we're going to do for a little bit. Yeah, we might take a little break. We all have uh, oh, there's a gnat in here. Uh, we all have a bunch of stuff coming up, so be about two weeks off. <laughs> I am distracted by this gnat. Well, I mean, you should be. It came from your groin. Yeah, well, it's, it's I'm surprised it left its home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're going to take a little bit of a break. Yeah, yeah. I um, am going to be traveling the world. Yes. And you are going to be... I'm actually, yeah, going back home to uh, the greatest uh, state that there is, the history of this nation, Indiana, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to do some hometown uh, recruiting assistance for two weeks. You know, so um, my uh, my lady friend, she uh, saw something from Parks and Rec and didn't realize it was a TV show. <laughs> yeah, I know. Did she tell you? She yeah, yeah, yeah. She was mortified. <laughs> she was so embarrassed. She, I like... I don't know if she told you how she actually set it up, but she sent it to me and she goes, explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when I when I sent you the the thing by the band Hooser. Yeah. Um, instead yeah, yeah. Of, I, but I thought it was Hoosier because yeah, I yeah. can't spell. It's true. Because I'm uh, from Florida. It's true. And I was like, explain. <laughs> yeah, why, yeah, you both did that. <laughs> you both said explain, yeah. We're very similar yes, in yes. personality. But yeah, she was mortified because yeah, yeah. uh, uh, she doesn't watch a lot of TV. She's very busy. She's doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, unlike us, we're watching Parks and Rec all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So she thought it was a real Indiana thing. No, no, it's not. Which, to be fair, to um, be fair, (laughs) it could very well be. I mean, all fiction is based in some reality. I guarantee, if you actually did a deep dive on that specific event, it's probably a real thing. Or I mean, or at least loosely based on historical events. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So she, uh, she was very mortified. Yeah, so I, love her. <laughs> I got out of the Marines and I started a business um, because there weren't a lot of options for me. And I uh, made a priority to hire vets and uh, family members of vets. Yes. And after three and a half years, I have sold that business. Oh, nice. And the new owners have pledged to continue to hire veterans and their family members. Good, as they should. And I was able to employ uh, over 30 vets um, in about three and a half years. Nice, man. Uh, most of these guys were waiting for either school to start or a um, contract to open up or a security clearance to go through. Because mm-hmm. a lot of guys don't realize that shit takes a while. Yeah, it takes a long time. You know, like applying for school, you may have already missed the deadline before you get out. And so people would get out. They're just so ready to fucking jump out that plane. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they didn't weren't 
quite ready to fucking uh, deal with the landing. Yeah. So it was kind of a, a way to, you know, get vets work uh, while they're transitioning to the next point in life. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take a, a moment to say that, you know, that was a very rewarding experience. Nice. Anybody you want to thank? Any any pleasantries you want to exchange? Um, I, I definitely want to thank uh, our executive producer uh, for like the last nine months or so. He was a part of that with me. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, so and he was able to help me and, you know, employ vets and their family members. So nice. that, that was good. Good shit, EP. Yeah, good shit. And Sue... So, it's time to travel. <laughs> <laughs> I am going on a bit of a sabbatical. Yes. I'll be in uh, Peru and Argentina, maybe Colombia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to stay away from Brazil. That's where all the big booty hoes are. Yes, yourself included. Yeah. I mean, I, I belong in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a warrant for me for not being in Brazil. <laughs> it's on, time to go home. <laughs> on account of how juicy this dumper is. <laughs> Hello, squats. <laughs> all the weight. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, we were talking about that. We went to work out the other day. It was at Planet Fitness, and it was like the weights are just so inconsistent. Yeah, uh, that because, place me <laughs> God, I hate that place. Because you can max out one machine, like uh, doing 10 reps per set on the max yes. weight, and then you go to like the next machine, and it's just like a billion pounds. So ridiculous. That whole place is ridiculous. Yeah, it's just like somebody who had like worked out once in college that's, and got money. That gym, it, no, that's exactly what it's like. It's like somebody worked out once and is trying to explain what a gym is, <laughs> and that's what planet fitness is yeah it's, it's almost like a fever dream yeah yeah exactly you yeah. know because like you have dudes who are there and like wife beaters and like all the veins bulging and stuff yeah. like the dude looks like the picture of the guy with an x through it who's not supposed to be there yeah. the, the lunk heads the or whatever lunk, yeah. and he's like curling next to it and i was like yeah. i want to take a picture but i don't care enough. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> to troll planet fitness <laughs> right. I, I feel yeah. like they get that enough yeah and then you like you look over and you see all these like uh like super um done up with plastic surgery housewives you know they got the fake boobs and the fake ass and the fake lips yeah and they're just trying to keep the body fat percentage low enough to not ruin the surgeries (laughs) exactly and they're there with their little waist trainers and you know if i can fuzzy water the doctor says if i cry my face will fall off (laughs) (laughs) yes oh shit shit. (laughs) yeah maxing out this chair yeah exactly exactly yeah and that and that's uh it's tough to throw shade at planet fitness while you're there it's almost like i saw I saw my buddy Gary at the Gay Orgy the other day. He was like, well, what were you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 100%, Michael. 100%. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was definitely very interesting. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's good to speak in the fact that I think they ranked Virginia Beach, and why say they without reference, yeah. uh, Men's Fitness Magazine ranked Virginia Beach as like the 20th most fit city in the country. I can see that. It's a very yeah. fit culture around here. Yeah, you know, you got a lot of military, and you know, it kind of sucks because all the girls expect you to be like, mm. you know, super buff and tatted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a rough world. Yeah, and you know, it's even worse about when you get buff and tatted. What's that? Is that uh, people steal your profile and your pictures? <laughs> that was a good segue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it happens. Uh, uh, no, I had more to talk about. Oh, but oh, I, the, that's I, usually I was just what we, too good. We call, we call a soft handoff. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it was just too good of an opportunity for me not to do. So we'll we'll come back to this other stuff later. <laughs> my nipples itch. Um, Watch, that's going to be someone's profile picture. <laughs> me scratching my nipples. Yeah, some weird old lady's like, send me a video of you rubbing your nipples, baby. Yeah, and he's like, like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Jackpot. Yeah, so you were recently featured yes. on uh, a publication about um, men who have their uh, identities uh, more or less stolen on social media. Yes, I was. Tell um, us about that. Oh, okay. Uh, no, so pretty much if any of you follow me on any kind of social media, you will see that there are, are, at any given time, dozens of fake Mike Cincy profiles. Um, and that's because a lot of these people, usually uh, other countries, um, 
scammers from different continents just use usually American service uh, service members, both male and female, uh, and they take their pictures and they use them for uh, to scam people out of money. The the one big thing that was happening was like, oh, uh, I'm deployed and my unit left without me, like back home, and now I need money for a plane ticket to return home from deployment. Which wow. if you know, if you know anything about anything, that doesn't make any fucking sense. So uh, that was a big one for a while. Um, um, uh, recently, it's been more of like, oh, it's like flirty, like dating kind of talk. It's like, oh, I think you're sexy. Send me, send me naked pictures. And then when once the guy or girl does, then they're like, oh, I'm going to send this to your whole family, like unless you give me money. So there's also oh, the, wow. a blackmail thing going on too. So um, yeah, a bunch of websites have um, have reached out and like uh, asked if I could talk about it and stuff. And I have, I've, I've given them all bumps and stuff, but. Yeah, man, it's just, it seems it's not going away. And uh, I always tell people, and I probably a dozen DMs a week uh, in my request box, just like, hey, I got scammed by a profile of yours. It's either it's either like one of three things. It's somebody saying, hey, just for your info, this person's out there. I've reported it. Have a nice day, which is all my favorite. Number two, it's like, hey, I got scammed using these pictures. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Like, they're mad at me. Or it's three, they're all the way mad at me like hey you did this to me this is you i know it's you using your own pictures to scam me <laughs> like and they're like we're married come to peace with us. <laughs> i have a lot of um uh a lot of mid-50s wives in germany <laughs> who are there very are a ups- lot of dishes <laughs> to be done very upset with me right now oh yeah man. so um yeah like i say on all those other things like at first i mean uh, much like you you, know, you have a reactionary brain where it's like how can i help you know what am i supposed to do but I'm to the point now, it's like, fuck, you are stupid. Like, <laughs> if you're sending nudes and money to a stranger based on just your love of the military, first off, I mean, God bless America. But second, like, that's stupid. That is very stupid. And they're always like, well, I should have known when their English was broken and they never wanted to FaceTime me or send recent pictures. I'm like, well, no shit. Yeah. Like, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably fucking is. Yeah, I um, I would like to say on... Um behalf of everybody else uh fuck you for being so beautiful <laughs> i'm sorry that you're Why so good looking <laughs> that uh people steal your pictures yeah, and me too. to the point where just your the, a picture of you is enough to rob people of their senses yes and their money mm-hmm. and their dignity mm-hmm. and yes. my virginity <laughs> and just you know things you can never give back have you been affected by these profiles <laughs> <laughs> visit mycreampiedme.com <laughs> you may be entitled to financial compensation through combatcombover.com hey, they have right. fantastic hair products beard oil pomade mm-hmm. use our discount code cream pie to save yourself some money yep absolutely <laughs> yeah so um, um I, I'm, I'm sure you're wondering um how many fake profiles i have i'd like to report that there are none oh okay yeah no okay uh, <laughs> so <laughs> one of us is safe yeah thank god thank god the brand's safe yeah and <laughs> but the 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 thing with that though is uh, I feel that you know I, I'm moderately handsome, not overly handsome. You're a good looking guy. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good enough to. I'd, I'd fuck you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, man. your standards aren't very high. I've they seen are your conquest. Not. They are not. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I I think the the big appeal of me is the the conversation and the humor and the interaction. So right. when some fucking dude from Pakistan, you right, know, who you know thinks like these fucking boomer memes you see on Facebook <laughs> are funny, you know, and they try to like troll somebody or like scam them or whatever. They're like, clearly you're not pop smoke. Right. Like, 100%, get yeah. the fuck out of here. <laughs> You've soiled his good name. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. It's actually uh, one of my, my profiles that I'm trying to use to catfish you. Hey, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, justice okay. for us all goes. <gasps> <laughs> That's you. <laughs> so uh, if somebody wants to read about this or uh, see an article that you're featured in, where can they find it? Um, 
I can just do the one I did today because I know it's the one you're referring to. Give me two seconds. I mean, that's bold of you to assume you know what I was thinking about. Uh, so, uh, Social Catfish is the site. Um, yeah. They're a company out of California and they do people search and verification and they've recently gotten into uh, a lot of catfishing stuff. So, I don't know, I, Dan can see the Instagram, but like, as you can see, they've been featured on news publications and yeah, I, um, I was looking at this earlier because as I am a good friend, um, he posted <laughs> about this. So I went to investigate, That's you fair. know, and like, see what's up. Mm-hmm. And I did see that there was a video on here with some other military guys. Yeah. And I would like to say you were by far the most handsome. Oh, thanks buddy. You know? And I mean, um, Maybe slow down your alcoholism a little bit if you want to last into your 30s. Uh, I don't want to, though. Uh, <laughs> Trying to but, die before 30. Yeah, so, like, you you look at this fucking video, like, really? Like, that dude? Right, That yeah, dude yeah, with yeah. gray hair? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that dude looks like our buddy Swolfie if he, like, was atrophied, you know? <laughs> right, if like, he wasn't good looking. <laughs> yeah, if you, put, if you put on, like, 60 pounds of muscle, he'd look like our buddy. Exactly. You know, but, like, yeah, but it's just, like... Like, so those profiles are having success. Like, a Matt, do you ever stop to think just the pure amount of reach that, that you have on people, whether it be through your social media, through your stand-up, mm-hmm. uh, through the catfish profiles? Like, how many people a day do you think see your face or hear your name? Ooh, that's a really good question. I, hmm. Honestly, if I'm being honest, probably about a million. Yeah? Yeah. Every day? Every single day, Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a big number. It is a big number. If it were real, it'd be dope. <laughs> My Instagram numbers do not reflect that. But yeah, I was about to say you know, there's probably about a million women out there who see you in the eyes of their children. Yeah, <laughs> that's an insane number. <laughs> <laughs> okay, six hundred k. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, thank I was you. I was I was being foolish. <laughs> this is all this strike force energy got me hiked. That's up. right. Use our co- discount code Smoke Pit to save yourself some money. Yep, and as I said from this uh, Dunder Mifflin Paper Company mug and with Strike Force in it. And I sip from this uh, <laughs> General Mattis mug that is full of uh, White Claw and Strike Force. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Hey. I hope that doesn't break anyone's eardrums. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Spike their phone. Yeah, exactly. Fuck this show. <laughs> yeah, and so also check out uh, Grill Your Ass Off Seasoning. Um, if you're tired of being white and being told that you don't season your chicken properly... Use your <laughs> pop smoke fajita seasoning. Yes, it is good. Discount uh, code smoke pit. I like how you're just like, if you're tired of being white, use this product. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of guilty white people just sit up in their chairs. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that uh, that's pretty much all our sponsors. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about the catfishing? No. Be smart. Be safe. Um, stop sending nudes to strangers. It's absurd. And uh, definitely stop sending them money on top of that. So. Yeah, it was funny. Right as you were saying that, I got a message. Um <laughs> Your eyes look amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, like I was, I was telling our executive producer earlier today. Um, you know, the the more followers you get, the more um, impact that you have, the more reach that you have. Mm-hmm. Eventually, there's going to be a percentage of people who react one way or another. So, yeah. at any given point in time, 05 percent of people are going to be assholes. You know, one uh, percent of people are you know going to be dicks two percent of people are gonna you know want to get in your pants unless you're a professional catfisher like you it's true it's true uh then it's up to 69 percent <laughs> but yeah you know so the more you you inc- you increase your reach and uh this this older lady actually uh messaged me last night um i think i can find the message but more or less she was just like hey i know you're friends with a blank person like i really want closure blah 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 mm-hmm. um and i'm like lady like i don't I don't know what you're talking about. They're like, Oh, I know you're friends with this person. I'm like, well, what's their at? You know, like you said, reactive. Right, yeah, like yeah. I want, 
like I, you know, I, I've been <laughs> the little alert thing yeah, that's yeah. gone off, you know, yeah, like, like uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> and now I am interested. Mm-hmm. And so she was, and I think I had to leave the message because she wouldn't stop oh, blowing me up. Okay. But she was like, yeah, this person, she said their handle. And then, like, I went to that person's profile. I'm like, I had heard of them before in the community, but I don't follow them. Right, right. I mean, it's not, I don't have anything against them. I just never had, you know, reason to interact with them. Sure. Um, and so, like, I took a screenshot of that and I sent it to her. And I was like, lady, I was like, I don't even follow this person. You know, yeah. like, they follow me, but I don't follow them. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm, I'm sorry that you're having this, but this isn't my fault. Like, yeah. what are you doing here? <laughs> and so it just sucks because, you know, there are people out there that are lonely mm-hmm. and, you know, they're vulnerable and they get taken advantage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it just sucks. Like, I, I'm not going to name names or anything, but I know people who have had family members who... You know, have had problems with that. Like Manti Teo, for crying out loud. You yeah, know? exactly, yeah. Like, this dude was a Heisman candidate. Did yeah. he win? He did not, no. No, he was a Heisman candidate. Yeah. <laughs> and he, um, you know, from the, the great school of uh, Notre Dame. The only school <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Outside of uh, Florida State and University of Pittsburgh. I've never heard of those places. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... Let's stretch this out. <laughs> oh, did you win the Heisman? <laughs> no, but Jameis Winston did. Yeah, okay, because you're him. Yes, I'm a Floridian. Who we has all a lot of allegations Greece. against him. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm a Floridian. <laughs> yeah, what's your point? <laughs> Have you not seen my picture in the... Uh... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Florida veteran. Yeah, Florida veteran. And uh, so it, it sucks when people get taken advantage. And so anytime like a hot girl has ever messaged me, my first thing is like instantly just like she's too hot to be messaging me. What's right. going on? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like immediately my fucking reactor sh- shields go up, mm-hmm. you know, like all hands to battle station. Yeah. yeah. Like what prank is being pulled on me right now? Exactly. And uh, nine times out of 10, they're usually real people. But the one time out of 10, you have to be very careful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because you, know, you could get hurt, you kidnapped, you know, you could yeah. end up. uh you know, in a situation like, can you can you think of any situations like that? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Oh, come on! Uh, you even talked about it in your comments earlier. Did I? Almost playing Madden with the big black guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Austin, I love you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we told a story on the the podcast. Um, I think what, towards season one. Oh, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. Man, it's been so many episodes. A lot of episodes. EP, how many episodes are we on? Forty-two. No, forty-seven. This is our 47th episode. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and so uh, his buddy Austin uh, got catfished. He did. On Plenty of Fish, yeah. Yeah, on Plenty of Fish. Mm-hmm. It's Ironic. Fitting. Yeah, makes sense. Very makes fitting. Sense. All right, so there's something that I do need to clear the air about. Ooh. I, I got to come clean. It's weighing on my chest and on my on my morality, and I just, I just really got to let the people know. Smoke Pit exclusive. So you remember a few years ago when the bottle challenge, uh, the bottle flip challenge was really big? I do. I invented that. Did you now? I did. How would you invent the bottle flip challenge? Well, it was not quite the way you would have expected. As it never is. So I was in Afghanistan on my mm-hmm. last combat deployment, mm-hmm. and we got into a firefight. Mm-hmm. You know, there was uh, like a billion Taliban, you know, just whatever it was. It was yeah. just, just every Taliban. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, everybody in India came to Afghanistan. They're all Taliban. Just all of them. And it was just me. I was alone and unafraid. <laughs> of course. You know, except for um, Mike Sensi was clinging to my leg like National Lampoon. <laughs> save me, El Guapo. Yeah. I was like, I will save you. Yes, yes. And so I was like, well, I got to pop smoke to get out of here. And this was before the brand was even a, even a thought. Mm-hmm. And so I threw the smoke grenade out. And as it's flipping through the air, it lands right on the bottom 
straight up. Wow. Just like a bottle flip. Okay. And right at that fucking moment, I don't know where it came from. I think it was like the town speakers where they do the call to prayer. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, just dubstep just started playing. And all the Taliban was just like, oh. (laughs) And I was like, oh. And they started dabbing. Yeah. And then I shot them all. Oof. And I haven't been able to tell this story before because it was classified. Of course, of Redact- course. Heavily redacted. Heavily, heavily. The incident report is like an encyclopedia. Of lies. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I'm out of the military, yes. I, I can speak a little bit more freely. But the thing is, I'm really not after the glory. Yeah, no, no. Or, you know, the the fame, the accolades, sure, the sure. money, just the women. That makes sense. You know, How's that going? Oh, well, I, I got a good one now, so. Okay, well, fair enough. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Great success. <laughs> Yeah, I got one. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw over my shoulder and run for that's the horizon. Right. Well, so. that's awesome, man. I didn't know you invented the the online sensation known as the bottle flip challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, awesome. It's good one, for you. One of my uh you know, one of my many humble accomplishments. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, shaping very, military very, culture. Very humble. Yeah, one day at a time. Just one day at a time. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's some like I'll and I'll be real for a second. Like sometimes <laughs> it is really cool. To, you know, see how many likes you get on a post or have people come up and recognize you and, you know, have people message you. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like if I were to fucking just die tomorrow, the world would go on. My mine would not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, you wouldn't be on your couch playing Madden getting DoorDash? But I'd be sad. <laughs> <laughs> how is that different than a normal day? I guess it'd be the exact same. <laughs> just sad for a different reason. Yeah, but I couldn't send you memes. I mean, you could send the account memes. They just wouldn't reply. That's the saddest thing you've ever said. Yo, it really is. Oof. Like my buddy Phillips that died in our first deployment, yeah. his, uh, his mom had a MySpace page mm. that was like a tribute to him. Yeah. And then after a while, like, you know, she ran out of pictures to post and, you know, MySpace kind of phased out. And mm. so it was like her little temple, like her little shrine. And then MySpace deleted it for being inactive. Mm. And, uh, you know, this was back in 2005. So she didn't have, like, you know, these pictures backed up anywhere else. Right. And so she lost all these pictures that everybody had sent her um, of, like, deployment pictures we took. And uh, she filed a complaint. You know, they they weren't able to restore it. So she lost all these pictures of her son. And it was just rough, man. That's rough. Like, I, I I had a picture that I took with a disposable camera. He was our uh, assault man, so he was responsible for, you know, breaching and demo and rockets mm. and shit like that before they phased the MOS out. Um, just like the the Terminal Lance kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah an O three fifty one. And so we uh, were doing Operation Steel Curtain, and he had set a, a breaching charge and uh, push quarter turn pull, set the charge off. And I have a saw, so I'm like usually like the fourth or the fifth guy in the stack, you know. Yeah. And... And as uh, he's rounding the corner with the shotgun, um, I just pulled out the disposable camera, snapped a picture, and threw it in my dump pouch and, you know, went in. We cleared out, went to the rooftop, you know, hooked and jab, mm-hmm. get ready to go to the next compound. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think about it because it was like a two-week op. Uh, we were triple-digit enemy KIAs. Like, it's got its own Wikipedia page. <laughs> Absolutely fucking crazy. And so I get back home, and I'm like, oh, I got this disposable camera, right? And I get it developed, and I find this fucking picture. Well, you know, he died, like, I think two weeks before the deployment was over. Mm-hmm. Just super fucking sad. So I was able to give a copy of that picture to his mom. Like nice. A, like a hard copy of it. Hell yeah. Because, you know, you'd actually go into the Walgreens and you'd have the, you'd pay extra for the one hour development. Yeah, yeah. So Otherwise it'd be look, like seven days. Yeah, they wouldn't look through your shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I was able to give her like a hard copy. And it wasn't a great picture. It was like a, a door that was blown all to fuck. He was kind of rounding the corner. So all you can kind of see was like his profile. 
but he had like a Gerber on his hip that she gave him for Christmas. So she mm-hmm. recognized that. And okay. she was like, oh, that's my baby. Yeah, yeah. And then she cried on my shoulder. And then I was crying. And then like his dad was crying. Yeah. yeah. And I was crying more. Yeah, and the cat was crying. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was a fucking rough day, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. And so it, uh, once again, like it is, it is great to be able to impact people's lives and share experiences and give encouragement and be a source of inspiration. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you know, I, I fuck up, I make mistakes. I am humbled on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. It would either by clipping my toe, my fucking toe on a corner as I'm coming <laughs> around the hallway yeah, yeah, or fucking going to stand up and just my legs being asleep after being on the shitter. <laughs> Well, like that one time I got into a fight after leg day. Yeah, yeah. And it was awful. <laughs> yeah. Did you fare well? No, I did not. Ah, woof. <laughs> and uh, it, I'd say it was a tie. Well, what what was her name? Who <laughs> <laughs> was this woman that you fought? No, 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 no. It was um, it was after um, uh, just a brutal fucking PT session we had one day in Quantico. Yeah. It was all like squats and lunges and fucking dirty dogs and yeah, donkey yeah. kicks. Yep. Just meant to destroy your fucking legs. And we were at a fucking party. It was me and my ex. And, you know, she said something smart. The fucking dude had issue with it. So I go to step in. And, like, as I go to make that quick movement, like, my yeah. leg buckled. <laughs> and then I caught a two-piece to the face. <laughs> and then, you know, we then we clinched. Yeah, yeah. And I was just using his my upper body strength to hold myself up with him. And then we got separated. Yeah, you're just whispering in his ear, please help me. <laughs> <laughs> Your like, legs were shaking. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like slipping a fifty into his pocket. Yeah, be like, make me look good. It's tough. It's tough to uh, defend your girl when you're looking like a newborn baby. <laughs> yeah, like a fucking baby giraffe. You yeah, know? yeah. And uh, so that I think that's uh, something that a lot of people don't take in consideration. Yeah, hundred percent. The people that go to the gym like all the fucking time, like. I- how do you not be just sore all the time? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, your muscles get used to the movement, but um, also fighting muscles, as you know, are much different than weightlifting muscles. So it's uh, it's a delicate balance you got to find. So yeah. after your leg day, do you feel like you'd be good for a fight? The day after, yes. Two days after, no. <laughs> really? Yeah, two days. The day two after a leg day is the worst day. Really? Yep. Huh. Usually my first day after, nope. and then the second day I'm still a little sore, but it's better off. Day two, all the true like heavyweight lifters they know it's day two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't lift that way anymore, but when I used to, <laughs> <laughs> I used to be big. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, day two, man. Because for my size and my frame, like I'm sure if I like went Goku fucking Super Saiyan training, right. like I could probably be like super fucking beastly. Yeah, for sure. But as it is right now, I just have a slightly above average level of strength. Yeah, that's right. You know, just being a man who's almost 300 pounds. Just enough to lift a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> humble, humble. Yeah, or, you know, throw my lady through the air. That's right. <laughs> Which, gentlemen, if you're not doing that, if you're not being rough with your girl, you're doing, you're making a disservice. What if the girl is uh, in a wheelchair? Then somebody before you was rough with her. Like, I don't <laughs> what, what do you want with me, man? Like, <laughs> yeah. like somebody beat you to the punch. Uh, Once you go black, you go in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, I'm actually, I don't have a joke. I'm speechless. <laughs> it was good. Well yeah, played. So, well played. Uh, but speaking about fights, though. What do you got? Have you ever seen those prank shows? Yeah, like the hidden camera, like prank shows. Yeah, either that or Impractical Jokers. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. J- the Japanese prank shows or whatever. Right, right, right. Like the clown pranks or like that one dude, I think he's in Canada, which fitting uh, to the point of the story is that, he, you know, he's, he's dressed up like a, like a Middle Eastern man. And, oh, he'd like throw his backpack. He throws a backpack right? yeah, 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 and yeah. then he, and it's like, run, dun, dun, yeah, dun, yeah. dun. Yeah. 
And because I was in America, you would just get shot. hundred oh, you know? percent, <laughs> like, you'd be dead. <laughs> like I'd be like, all right, well, I'm about to get blown up, but that means I got I got two seconds for a well aim shot. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's not unreasonable at that distance. Not at all. <laughs> two seconds can be an eternity on the fucking you know, on the line. And so, like, that's why you don't really see a lot of veterans get pranked. Yeah. Because th- that's why none of my friends and family really, like, prank me like that. Because, one, like, 99% of the time, I mean, I have a gun on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like uh, Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> he will have a gun on him. <laughs> Good reference. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and then so, like, that, there was a video I posted uh, a while back. It was um, a guy who was a vet. He was coming home from work, and his family did a surprise birthday party, and he pulled his pistol. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember that? I do. Oh, yeah. That's a uh, big black guy, right? Yeah, the big yeah, black yeah. guy, yeah. Yep. yep. And, um, and it's not because he was black. It's because he was a veteran. Yeah. <laughs> he was a black veteran. Yeah, it's a black veteran. story. <laughs> and, uh, man, we really need to get a black guy on the show. <laughs> it's not that we've avoided it. I'm just. <laughs> well, now it sounds like we have because you brought it up. <laughs> well, I mean, you're from, you know, the Midwest. Like, did they even have, outside of sports teams, did they even have black people out there? Ever heard of Gary, Indiana? No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we keep them. <laughs> oh, no. Is that what you're saying? Oof, no. <laughs> no, I was not. <laughs> we'll get a black guy. <laughs> we need to. Or a black girl. I mean, who do you think the most ethnic person we've had on the show is? What, Patty? Probably Patty. Yeah, she was Dominican. It's Dominican. It's New York. Yeah. Just, I mean, just dead ass. Dead ass. Yeah. Where's Patty? I don't know. Just. Out having a perfect smile somewhere. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Out just being Miss New York. Charming <laughs> like, people. Yeah. Just waving gingerly. <laughs> Answering broad questions. <laughs> <laughs> World peace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just have this feeling she's going to pop up behind me like Arnold and Predator. I will say. And uh, shank the fuck out uh, of me. No, I was going to say 100% Patty legitimately scares me. Yeah. I'm very scared of her. And yeah, she has two switchblades on her at all times. And that's just, yeah, it's just customary. Yeah, so if you'd like to know more about Patty, <laughs> uh, go listen to our episode, Miss New York Deadass, mm-hmm. um, former Miss New York. That's like episode like four. Yeah, it's seriously. super early. Super early. How do we book a guest that big? Dude? I don't know. <laughs> you know like, I don't know. Like a literal beauty pageant winner. Yeah. It was just like, Miss hey, New come York. to our random show that yeah. we recorded like one episode. Yeah. <laughs> like this isn't. <laughs> yeah. And she was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she was fantastic. Um, yeah, I can't think of anybody else that's been like super ethnic. Uh, like AJ's got the Latin heat, but right. you know, he's, he's very Welsh, like Garrett. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh, Melly's part Filipino, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, so there's that. Oh, well, and it's funny because uh, Stephanie is like descendant of some like Austrian royalty. Yeah, she's line. A descendant of royalty. That's right. Yeah, yeah, she's like literally a descendant of royalty. So, I mean, it sounds like we've been crushing it personally. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, no, no. We we definitely need to get yeah uh, a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, I will say we have done well with the men and the women, though. Yeah, like more than half of our guests have been women. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, and uh, a lot of law enforcement. Yeah, big fans, big fans. Yeah, yeah because there's so par- so much parallels between that and the military. Very true. EP, how are we doing on time? We're at thirty-two minutes. All right. I want to take this moment to give a shout out to warfighterscuba.org. dot org. Mm-hmm. Wearing their hat right now, they're a nonprofit that does diving trips for combat wounded veterans. Uh, teaching them to be able to focus on things like uh, they're regulating their their breathing, their buoyancy, their depth, things like that to help them sort of like meditate. And it's almost like a form of like super badass yoga that you could die. You can yeah. die during yoga. Yeah, but like you could also die during diving. True. So it's like <laughs> therapy with danger. Whew. Yeah, danger but it's therapy. super fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I went down there, spent some time with them. We got a podcast where we talked to them. Uh, a couple episodes ago, Warfighter Scuba. 
make sure to check them out. All right, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, let's see. Just like, you know, global warming and stuff. What's up with that? <laughs> okay, Patty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you got some traveling coming up too, don't you? Uh, to Indiana. Yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Are you going anywhere while you're, while you're up there? I mean, we're going to catch a Notre Dame game as a family. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, just what we do. S- super uh, alcoholic Catholic people. Um, but no, <laughs> other than that, I'll just be... I don't know when this is going to air. Is this going to air before I leave, Stedman? After you leave. After. The last week of October. Okay. Oh, okay. so I'll be there and back then. Um, but yeah, I'll be in uh, my good old hometown, Kokomo, Indiana, helping uh, shattering recruiters. Aruba, Jamaica. I will fight you. Ooh, I want it. I hope you haven't done leg day two days ago then. <laughs> you know I did. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at him. You will lose this fight. <laughs> exactly. Nine times out of ten. That's right. Nah, man. Just uh, see what the recruiter gig's all about. See if it's my jam. Yeah, if you're a recruiter, please try to talk him out of this. It's not so much. Listen. I just think it'd be a different kind of challenge. We could keep making content. The show could go on. Yeah. So I'm doing, if anything, I'm doing this for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you're planning on going halfway across the country. Well, I don't know where I'm going yet. So. Um, no, but for real, what if you get like sent somewhere that really sucks? Like, well, give me an example of sucks. Like, uh, fucking lot in Oklahoma. <laughs> then I will just make the best of it. Oklahomans are good people, so. Uh, Have you met him? Yeah, no. Uh, my buddy, uh, Kyle, he's, he's in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And he's a pretty bad person. Well, <laughs> <laughs> say if he's friends with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, um, no, I mean, I just, I feel like. The job's the job, no matter what. It'll be more uh, strenuous in certain locations, for sure. But at the same time, I think uh, eh, it'll be all right. Back to you being a bad person. Right. right. Um, (laughs) You're such a bad person that the government had to get involved and pair you with a moral compass. What do you mean? You're chaplain. Yeah, that's fair. It's fair. Yeah, you're an RP. Like, yeah, you're the chaplain's shadow. Yeah, and so they like they, you were such a bad person mm. that the government got involved to give you a spiritual guide. It's free therapy, and I appreciate it. Yeah, and I do need it. So imagine how bad you'd be otherwise. Oh man, I have no idea. Like Jesus, like what if you had went in like bosun's mate? Oh, whew. Whew. all you do is like scrape barnacles and paint ships. Yeah, and yeah. Just get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you get to do cool stuff yeah, and have somebody to talk to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good job. So, if you had to say, what is your favorite aspect of uh, of your job in the Navy? Being an RP. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, I think my favorite aspect is just how uh, multi-platformed it is. It's much like corpsman. Uh, you serve on every single type of platform there is in the military. And not and not and not just you know blue side green side. Everybody knows about the FMF stuff, but like RPs are needed every single duty station. So yeah, it's, um, do you, do you happen to know any of the chaplain or RPs on the USS Bush? I don't know. You, have no. you heard what's going on? Of out course, there? I have. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely insane. Like uh, decelerate your life. Um, a page that uh, that we associate with mm-hmm. um, good people. They. They, they started doing uh, an, kind of like an expose on it, like calling people out and asking questions because they had like three suicides in a week on yep. that ship. Yep. And then the Facebook page blocked them. And then so he got like fucking lawyers and fucking 
p- politicians involved. Yeah. And to say that it was a violation of his constitutional rights, so they had to unblock him. Yeah, yeah. And then he started fucking, like, <laughs> going after him even harder. Yeah. And so, like, the fact that they tried to block them, and then uh, there was reports from the command, or from the, the people in the command, that the um, higher-ups were getting on, like, the bullhorn mm-hmm. across the ship and, like, talking shit to people. Yeah. And, like, saying it was, like, their fault and that, like, People are shit talking them, which is not the case. Yeah, they, they're shit talking the command. Yep. Then like the Fox News, CBS, local news here, Wavy Ten, uh, Washington Post, like that they, they started doing fucking articles on it and shit. Yeah. Like why has there been you know so many suicides? And then I I reposted. And I had a rash of people reach out to me and be like, yeah, I was on that ship. Like morale was terrible. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they didn't give a fuck about anybody. Mm. Like all they did was wanted to fucking like advance their careers and like yeah. make themselves look good. Yeah. And it's like the the Bush. It's a carrier, right? <laughs> hey EP, could you look that up? <laughs> it's a okay, yeah. Okay. So you know, there's five thousand fucking people on it. Yeah, you know, so like the idea that like uh, you know a handful of people who are at the the top of that could just you know shit on everybody else to make life terrible for mm. thousands of our fellow service members. Yeah. You know, that really sucks. No, that definitely sucks. It like, just it shows how disconnected uh, leadership is from their from their juniors. Yeah, because like I've I've met plenty of other people who love their ships, you know. They, right. Yeah. You know they love their command, they love their experience, you know they love the lady boys in Thailand. And right. Who doesn't? Balls. Who doesn't? Like, yeah, yeah. It's just a you know, great experience. But yeah. so um, that was the thing you liked the most about your job. What do you like the least? Oh, it's just, that that's easy. It's just being front and center for the worst days of everybody's lives. Yeah. That's it. So like, uh, not a lot of times people come to my workspace saying, "Hey." Mike, just want to let you know, I'm having a great day. <laughs> Baby's doing fine. Wife's fine. You know what I mean? It's never that. It's everything. Finances are great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My credit score went up this morning. Uh, High five. Yeah. It's never that. It's If somebody comes into our workspace uh, looking for guidance, that person is usually having the worst day of their life. I get um, that. So seeing that and then the combative side of it, the stress of... Uh, putting yourself before another person because that's my whole job as the bodyguard but then the other side of the combat side is losing service members because it's like there's been times where i'm on a convoy where somebody gets injured or killed and so not only do i have to fucking do the security on the convoy but when we get back i have to go get with the uh, the morticians and stuff and like be with the chaplain while he talks to people and just like yeah. so i'm there from the beginning to the very very end of service members lives and that and that weighs heavy sometimes i get that man yeah yeah, that's rough because yeah. it's like from the from the just like the grunt side perspective. And like I know you said that it's more than just like, you know, the green side infantry. That right, it's right. all over, you know, the the Navy and the Marine Corps team. Mm-hmm. And just from the grunt's perspective, like you're out there and like, you know, you're having a shitty day. Right. And then all of a sudden the chap shows up and it's usually one of two reactions like, oh, I don't want to fucking talk to this yep. guy. Like, you know, and it's not that like you know, he's a bad person. He's just so fucking happy that it makes me feel bad. You yeah, know? yeah. A lot, lot of them are bad about that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of chaplains are just like, like, hey, they're devil dolls. Yeah. Like, they're, they're all very Ned Flanders. Yeah. Except yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for five feeling it today. Yeah. Am I right? My fellow Bella Woodsman. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and um, and then you know, then there are other people that you know they're uh, you know they have you know, uh, affinity towards spirituality or religion, so you know mm-hmm. they you know they flock towards them, and you know the, and exactly that. Like I can't tell you how many times like I, whether it's an RP or chaplain or just some random stranger in the smoke pit, like I'll just dump my entire life story on. Oh them. yeah, for sure. And, like this is everything that has gone wrong with me. Yeah, yeah. fix me. Yeah, fix me. Yeah, <laughs> and so I, I could see how that would be really heavy because i did the um the suicide prevention mm-hmm. uh for 
a lot of units that I was in, I was the NCOIC for that. And same thing, you know, like some you know kid comes up to you, he's like, oh, my fucking, you know, my girlfriend cheated on me and my fucking dog died. And right. Navy Marine Corps Relief Society won't give me fucking money to fix my car engine, even though like I, you know, I fucking donate to them every month. Right. Blah, 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 like this, that, this. And I'm like, well, fuck, man. Like, yeah. I mean, you want a hand job? Like, right. that's, that's literally all <laughs> I can do for that's you. That's the same thing I do. <laughs> yeah, that's literally all I can do for you. And it's like, all right, fair. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, you give them the hand job. Yeah. And, and then usually you don't really see them ever again. Yeah. Like, sometimes uh, people may come back, but it's like, you know, you're so invested in this person's life for an hour, and then it's like, they disappear. Yeah. And, you're like, sometimes you're wondering, like, what happened to that guy? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. So I would say, as for my job, the best aspect of it, it's like that um, romanticized, stoic moment of just long suffering. You know, like you're on you're on deployment. And you know, you make your little hot coffee in your canteen cup. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm suffering so others may live free. You know, right, right, right. And just like that hard dick moment, like, yeah, you know, I'm doing this for other people. And like <laughs> nobody knows my pain. Yeah, <laughs> thousands and thousands of other grunts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, you know, everybody back home. Right, 100%. Yeah, and so, like, I always got off on that shit, you know? And, like, you don't get to share that moment with a lot of people. That's true. And then, you know, the worst aspect of it is that everybody's life goes on, whether it's uh, siblings growing up, people getting married, you know, kids being born, people dying, you know, your significant other moving on or doing things without you. Like, you know, whatever the case is, life goes on without you. Yeah. So it's kind of um, those things aren't necessarily just – indicative of just my job but it's, it's a big part of it you know yeah for sure like you you deploy so many times like after five deployments it's just like people just stopped inviting me to shit people yep. stop telling me about their lives and mm-hmm. updating me on things and you know stop sending birthday cards and or you know letters for whatever occasion yeah no it's for like sure. by deployment number five it's just like everybody's like oh you're not dead yet yeah right you're still like, around yeah, yeah like hey thumbs up like that's great that he's over there but like they're focused on their own shit yeah i uh, back in my uh my my single days it'd always be like i'd come back to wherever i was stationed and they're always just like i feel like you're always deployed like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. those couple of girls you have in your phone and stuff and it's just like well yeah because because i am <laughs> like i'm in the field getting ready for deployment then i come back and i deploy <laughs> so yeah, yeah. The, the only constant is that fucking uh aging bartender that's right yeah <laughs> you know and then at the what's it what's a shitty jackson bar cowboys not uh, Tar heels <laughs> Well, Tar Heels super shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the Brown Derby, but <laughs> that was oh. a little hideaway that nobody really knew about. Back in my day, I'm sure it's very popular now. <laughs> well, EP, how much time we got left? None. <laughs> Did we stop recording? No, we're recording. Oh, All so right, we're so out of time. Yeah. yeah, we're out of time. All right, bye. bye. <laughs> See you when we get back, fuckers. <laughs>